0: Welcome to Authors on the Air. I'm your host, Pam Stack. We're proud to be part of the Authors on the Air Global Radio Network. Today, my guest has um, an interesting book and award history. Lori Rader Day, who is beloved in the writing community, um, her debut mystery, The Black Hour, won the 2015 Anthony Award for Best First Novel and was a finalist for the Mary Higgins Clark Award that year. The second novel, Little Pretty Things, where we actually spoke on this show, actually won the Mary Higgins Clark Award that year and was a nominee for Best Paperback Novel. Um, she, her second book, Little Pretty Things, was named one of the most arresting crime novels by Kirkus Review and one of the top ten crime novels of the year by Booklist. Um, Her third book, The Day I Die, was an indie next pick, and it was a nominee for Mary Higgins Clark. She's got a fourth book out now, which is incredible, called Under a Dark Sky. It is my pleasure to welcome um, award-winning and best-selling author and my friend, Lori Rader-Day. Welcome, Lori. How are you? I'm great. How are you, Pam? I'm terrific. Um, Congratulations on the release of Under a Dark Sky. It just birthed yesterday correct yesterday the big day the big day and um, so without us realizing it we had made this time for you to come on the show yet you're trying to get on the road to like go to another state <laughs> <Book> starting, <laughs> right? only, you, okay. would do yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> only you would I know I, I, <laughs> I do this to myself all the time but I you know I like to say yes I like I like to talk to people well, and I like talking to you too, and I'm glad that you came on to talk about it um, this as usual, there is nothing not thrilling about your writing and your stories, and each one of them is so different. Um, let's talk about under a dark sky this is um this book gave me heart palpitations. I want you to know. <laughs> <laughs> And, I mean, I guess that's a good thing with the thriller. Um, but,
1: that, that seems but like
0: good news to me, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what you want. You want to bring your reader into the story and really feel it. And um, I want to talk a little bit about Eden Wallace because she is your protagonist in this book. And I, I don't think I'm giving anything away by saying that she is stunned because, after her husband's death and her mm-hmm. life at, just stops. It just stops. And I, I understand, not that I have lost a spouse, but I mean, I've lost other family members and people close to me and I recognize how your whole life changes. And I think a lot of other people do. So you started with a premise that I think is very relatable to readers, but then you threw Where'd it a curveball. Call- oh, Yeah. So let's talk about, first of all, the loss and what happens and how you describe Eden and how she's lost all interest pretty much in living. And her family's sick of hearing about it, too.
1: (laughs) Yeah, she's um, about nine months away from her husband's death and um, pretty stuck, you know, just um, kind of in an orbit that she can't escape. Um, But she has to because even though he sort of set up their life so that she's had a chance to not have to work, not have to worry about certain things, um, that's ticking down. So she's going to have to get back into life, get a job, um, start to, you know, deal with people and things. And she has had a break. She has not had to deal with too much of anything. So she finds the reservation for a dark sky park guest house in her husband's effects. For the week of their 10th wedding anniversary,
0: which is coming up, so let, me and, right uh, yeah. so let me stop you right there. Yeah. Let me stop you right there, because I want to know what a dark sky park is. Now, you know, I live on interest. the coast of Florida, so I don't, I don't have a clue what that means. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think most
1: people don't know what it means. I, I didn't know what it meant either. Um, the idea for this book came from the location. So when I, I heard or maybe read something, I'm not sure where. Um, About a designated, I was intrigued. I looked it up. Um, It's a designation from the International Dark Sky Association. Uh, A park version of this is a state or national park that has done the work to control artificial light so that visitors can come and see the nighttime sky very clearly as nature Ah. intended. Yes, beautiful locations. Um, The one I borrowed is the Headlands International Dark Sky Park in Mackinac City, Michigan, up near Mackinac Island. And, you know, it's right there on Lake Michigan, uh, two miles of shoreline, and they have controlled their artificial light. So you can go and
0: see the stars. Interesting. Okay, I, I kind of assume that's what it was when I first read it. And, of course, you know, in the story you learn more about it. But but um, just for, for the sake of our listening audience, continue with the story. She decides to take this trip for their anniversary even though he's gone, kind of as a, a way to maybe let it go and begin life again. Exactly, to get back into the
1: living. And also she's developed a sense of fear of the dark. So this seems like, in in one way, a slap in the face. You know, why is he, he was a little bit into astronomy before he died, but uh, why did he get this reservation for them? Uh, he must have been, it was a romantic gesture, right? Um, but she has really been afraid of the dark since he died. And so she decides to go to this park, not just to honor what he has, this gift that he's given her, but also to try to get back Into the living
0: and over her fear. Things don't go just like she planned. I (laughs) was reminded of the book if they did. (laughs) Boy, as a matter of fact, things go murderously awry. As what happens in the Lori Raider Day book. (laughs) Did you have fun writing this book, Lori? You know, I
1: had some fun. I will say that this is a book that I wrote in about a year, which is at the time the shortest amount of time that I had written a book, and so I, I was writing under deadline for the first time, so I was a little bit uh, panicked myself, but which I, of course, borrowed for Eden's um, phobias. hmm but yeah, I had, I had some fun because I got, I got to research dark sky parks and that was a lot of fun.
0: Where did you grab this idea from? I mean, I I watch you talking and I listen to you. Um, you know, we've met several times and you're always laughing and joking around. Your social <laughs> media is full of humor. But I would imagine in that Crazy little ahead of yours, you have a million ideas floating around for stories. So how do you decide which one to latch onto and follow? Yeah,
1: um, it's usually because an idea presents itself that I can't get out of my head so in this in this instance, it was that location, the dark sky park that I thought there's something about that that I want to know more about. There's something about that that attracts me, that I want to explore. Um, one of the things I was thinking about was how uh, people will do things in the dark that they wouldn't do in bright light, Mm -hmm. you know, in Mm -hmm. daylight. Um, And we know that because of the way people act online when they have a little bit of anonymity, uh, Mm -hmm. they sometimes will try to get away with things, you know, normal people, people who are are friends. Um, So that was, that sort of started to approach the story. And then I thought about um, writing about the thing that I'm supposed to be You're supposed to write about the thing that you're afraid of. And one of the things that I'm afraid of is losing my husband. So I thought, well, this is something I can write about. I can explore those feelings and create a character who's experiencing this. And then I was researching the Dark Sky Park to get started. And I, I found the guest house. There is really a guest house at the Dark Sky Park that I borrowed. And I couldn't tell from the website whether you were reserving the whole house for this price or was it per person for this price. There was a little bit of gray area there. And I thought, Mm -hmm. well, that's interesting. That could be the inciting moment. You know, people who think they've gotten the whole house show up and find out, oh, actually, no, there are strangers in the house with me. And, of course, where there are strangers, there's a story.
0: There is definitely story, especially with this group. Do you always have a thought about a place or a thing to start your writing process? Or do you oftentimes have a character in mind and build a story around a character? I've actually done it a different way for every single book. So The Black okay.
1: Hour was built on a what-if situation. Um, what if a professor on a university campus was a- attacked by a student she didn't know, and then he dies, she goes back to work, uh, and then Mill starts generating ideas. For Little Pretty Things, it was a character. It was that um, kind of a version of myself. If I had not gone to college, what would I have done with my life? So it was really about that kind of isolated, um, you know, naïve, character who had never gone out in the world and then uh the day i died was actually from a profession so that was actually the first book i wrote it was the third published and i started that book based on just the concept of handwriting analysis i had never encountered it before and i didn't know anything about it but i found a book about it read it and thought i could write a character who does this for a living and then under a dark sky from location but I start writing when I have about three or four points on the map, you know, so I don't, I didn't start writing Under a Dark Sky until I knew about that guest house mix-up. When I, when I learned about that, I thought, okay, now I can start writing. I know who's going to show up. I know what's going to, you know, be wrong with her first moments at that house, and then we'll go from there. And then I, I don't think she was even afraid of the dark when I first started
0: writing, but she
1: mm-hmm. got afraid of the dark very
0: quickly afterwards. How many times do you edit your 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 work in progress?
1: Hmm. I don't know that I can say an exact number because I do sort of revise as I go. I would advise everyone I know and every student I've ever had not to do that. Um. But it just seems to be something that I need to do, to keep the momentum going.
0: Do you? So a lot. <laughs> okay. So, like a lot of people tell me that they'll write a chapter. Or chapters and then they go back the next day they reread what they wrote first to get back into the zone of the story but also along the way you're you've got you know brand new new eyes for the day on it and they edit as they go is that something that mm-hmm. you do
1: yeah i wouldn't say that i go back and read the chapter before but sometimes i'll read a few pages to get uh sort of that momentum going the book i'm writing now has two speaking characters two point of view characters so it doesn't necessarily help to read the pages right before. I might have to go back a couple of chapters and see where I left that character. Yeah, just to get the voice back, to get back into the tone of the thing more than anything.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Are you excited about writing again? I, I'm i always excited about writing. I hate writing when I'm doing it, and then I go to start promoting, and then I'm, I miss writing. Um, I should be doing it all, <laughs> all the same time, but uh, it doesn't seem to be
0: how it worked. Do you have an urge to start writing as soon as you finish the current work in process? I mean, when you finish the the book you're working on now, if you had your way, would you sit down and start on the next one? Um, I would probably give myself a break to watch a lot
1: of TV and read some books <laughs> that I would like to read. Um, but I what what happens is I usually get the next idea while I'm still writing the current idea. And wow. so it does sort of like sit on the back burner for a while, uh, which is fine. It's it's good to have something uh, lined up that you're excited about because then it kind of gives you that push to finish what you're working on right now.
0: Well, speaking of that, um, if you're getting the idea while you're currently writing, have you ever wanted to say, Oh God, I really want to go start this new story and get some, you know, get these ideas out or do you kind mm-hmm. of back burner it in your brain and And go back to the current work.
1: I mostly back burner it. If it's a good idea, it'll still be cooking back there when I'm ready for it. But um, if it's something that I I think is a good idea, I'm going to go ahead and write it down. If it's, you know, a plot twist or or something that I want to remember specifically, I do write it down because I think, um, you know, it's the best idea I ever had if I forget it. So I'll go ahead and write it down. And then when, I use, when I'm ready to use it, I can decide then, is it a good idea, is it usable, or is it total garbage? But if I've forgotten, if I had an idea, and I remember that I had an idea, but I forgot the idea, it's the best idea I ever had. And, right? Yeah, yeah, you can't, <laughs> you moment, can't so. go
0: back and remember those. You've got to, you just <laughs> got to, you know, you just got to do it right then and there. You've got it right then. Are you a note taker? For a lot of things, are you a you know a do you plot? Do you do you I outline? Do not plot.
1: I do not outline. I I sort of revert. I outline as I go. So I write and then I sort of jot down what happened in the chapter so that I'm I have an outline when I'm done and then I can see where the problems are. Um, I have never written a book knowing exactly what happened and why. The book I'm writing right now. Might be the first, but I have to finish it to know. I might be wrong. Yeah, you know, I, might, I might get to the end of this one and think, no, nope, that's not the way it went, and I'll have to change it. But we'll
0: see. Well, but you know, I, you're a savvy enough writer that if you um, if you think of something else that works better for it, then why not, right? I, I mean, you have yeah, the freedom totally. to do that, correct? Yeah, exactly. I, think, I
1: know. I think people who outline also do that. I don't think that anyone is rigidly you know,
0: writing to an outline. If they have a better idea, I think I think they do make room sure, for it. Your, your story speaks to you and your characters speak to you. And, and so you adjust your writing for the ideas that flow out of what you're currently working on, wouldn't you?
1: Yeah, and I don't think that I, like a lot of the things about Burnt Under a Dark Sky, as a matter of fact, I don't think if I had set out to say, this is how the story is going to go, yeah. that I would have gotten... Out of it, what I did, I I think I like how it ended up, but I don't know that I could have planned it that way. That's right. not how my mind works. I have to be writing to have the ideas.
0: It's interesting. Um, you talked about you wanted to t- you like to watch TV and you like to read books. Um, whose books do you like to read, and what TV shows do you like to watch? Oh, we could be here for days, Pam. Um, well, let's I, do let's do let's do whose. What was the la- la- last book you read, um, excuse me, that you read, the last book that you read? The last
1: one I read that I finished is November Road by Lou Burney, who is yeah. an amazing writer. It's a fantastic yeah. book, right. and you have to get your hands yeah. on it. Yep. Um, I am reading Laura Lipman's Sunburn right now, but I'm not yep. quite done with it. I'm loving it, but I'm you know, it's not technically the last book I it's read. It's a real different book
0: from what she's used to writing, isn't it? I like that book I a lot. So.
1: Yeah, I do too. Yeah. I, I like all of her work,
0: but yeah, I like, yeah. I like this one a lot. And then TV, and so, um, I love Zira,
1: the TV show Zira.
0: I, I see, I don't have a TV, so you have to just tell me what else. You, uh, I know it's, i okay. for someone like <laughs> you. I know it's shocking to hear that, isn't it? But, but I, I also have, shocking. I have a house full of books and um, hmm. I'd rather read than anything else. That's, you know I'm the biggest fangirl there is. You know that. <laughs> Every time you see me, I'm thrilled. To see, I'm thrilled to see writers, but so I, I'm not familiar. Tell me what else you like.
1: Uh, the TV show I mentioned is Vera. It's based on the Anne Cleves books. Yeah. Uh, the Vera Stanhope series. Yeah, it's, it's yes. a great TV show. It's my favorite. I like all the, the crime TV shows. I watch Shetland too, which is based on her Shetland series. And then um, I'll even watch ele- Elementary. Um, you know, the Sherlock Holmes.
0: It's the Sherlock Holmes one. Broadcast, right?
1: Broadcast TV. Yeah. Very good.
0: All right. So that's good. Uh, where are you off to today to sign books?
1: I am going to do an event tonight in Madison, Wisconsin, at Mystery to Me with David Krugler, who's a a rather local writer up there. He has a spy story called Rip the Angels, Rip the Angels from Heaven. So we're doing an event together tonight.
0: How fun. Great. And I, I know that you have um, an event page on your website that talks about every place you're going. You're going to be in Missouri on Thursday. You're going to be at Mackinac Island, um, Mackinac city, actually Mackinac city um, on Saturday (laughs) for luncheon. Right. In Mackinac?
1: Uh, on Saturday, I'm doing um, Mackinac Island at the Grand Hotel from 9 to 12 in the morning, just at the gift shop. And then I'm doing Island Bookstore from 1 to 3, and then from 7 until about 8.30. You're uh, going to
0: be seeing, at Headlands.
1: I'm, doing, I'm speaking at the Headlands, yeah, the place that I wrote about in the book. They They How have fun. accepted me as one of their own. They are not frightened by the murder mystery that I put in their park. So they're they're
0: embracing it. They're going to sell it
1: in their gift shop.
0: I think that's wonderful. Congratulations. Um, and congratulations on all the accolades that you've been receiving. I know that you love to write, that you write for magazines, you teach, you do all kinds of really cool things about writing. It seems like it was the life you were born to. And I even think it, when I was reading your bio, you said, you know, you'd studied journalism or something at one point, mm-hmm. and you just decided yeah. – So the heck with it! I'm going to go and do creative writing instead and write books. I'm so glad you did. (laughs) Thank you. I am too. I will see you in September, my friend. And congratulations on the release of Under a Dark Sky. Please tell everyone where they can find you on the webs. Uh, LoriRaderDay.com. I'm also on Facebook,
1: Instagram, and Twitter.
0: Lori Rader Day, award-winning author. The new book, Under a Dark Sky. Please get it, Lori. Drive safely. I'll look forward to seeing you in September. Are you nominated this year again? Again. I
1: am. Best best Paperback Original Anthony and also the Barry Award.
0: I'm telling you, you're going to be jumping up and down screaming like you did the first time you won (laughs) and won't remember a thing. It will be brought to you by your friends who videoed you and taken (laughs) photos of your stunned face. It was a fun you know, they time. They didn't have
1: video last time, which I was very grateful for. But I, I bet uh, if it happens again, I bet people will be more, more ready to video
0: whatever I crazy know things I'm come out be. my mouth. I'm going <laughs> to have my my video camera ready for you, just uh, you know. And good luck Maybe with I'll, it. Maybe I'll, I'll think Taylor Swift again. There you go. That, yeah, right. <laughs> Joe Clifford will like that. Lori, <laughs> thanks so much for taking the time to be with me. And um, I'll be safe on the road, and I'll see you in September at BoucherCon. Thanks for see being you with at BoucherCon.
1: Thank Alrighty, you.
0: All right. Bye. Sure thing. Bye. bye bye. And that's my first show on Superstar Wednesday. I'll be back at 5 o'clock with author Bruce Coffin. See you then. And thank you, Mom and Dad. <laughs>